Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible for working moms. Yes, even for you. I'm your host, fellow working mom, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and to help you be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to build a life that rocks? Let's go. Hey friends, I am so excited for you to be here hanging out with me today. We are right in the middle of a series all about the new year and new goals and really not just about setting the goals, but how do you actually achieve them? Because it's fun to set goals, but it's even funner to celebrate the fact that you actually did them and you achieved them and you got to where you want to go. And you know what? Here at Your Life Rocks, that is the biggest thing that I hope that you take from listening to these shows. Number one, I hope that they inspire you. Yeah, that's awesome. But number two, I want them to be impactful for your life. I want you to be able to take the things that you're learning from this show, apply them to your life, and see real results. Because, I mean, you can go everywhere for some really great motivation, but for tactical advice, practical advice that will actually get you to where you want to go, that's what I want you to think of when you think of Your Life Rocks. So if you've missed the last couple episodes as we've been diving into goal setting and how to implement the things necessary to get to where you want to go, I hope you go back and you listen to the past few episodes so that you can really apply the things that that we talked about on those shows. Now, this week we are talking all about mapping out the year. We're really talking more clearly about how to get your calendar lined up to help you be successful, setting your calendar up for the entire year in order for it to support where you actually want to go. Now, the bulk of this conversation will be about annual planning and what that looks like on your calendar, but stick to the end of the show because we're also going to be talking about what that looks like on a monthly basis, weekly, and daily because You know, our calendar is not just this one and done set for the year kind of a thing, right? It needs to be something that lives and breathes inside of our days in order for us to really get to where we want to go and have that traction of where we want to be. Now, if you are new to the show, I want to welcome you on in. This is the place for working Christian moms where we truly believe that balance is definitely possible because, I mean, the Bible tells us everything is possible through Jesus. So if we can put him first and foremost in our life, if we can start to look at all of the things that we're balancing through the lens of the Word of God, through the Spirit of God, then everything just becomes a lot more easy to balance, easy to manage, and the chaos just seems to clear away. And if you're looking for additional support, obviously you can go back and listen to all of the episodes here at Your Life Rocks. You can visit yourliferocks.com to get even more resources that we have. But in addition to that, you can download the Your Life Rocks mobile app. It's available both on iTunes and on Android. It's totally for free. And inside there, you will have access to our free course called Weekly Success Planning and our planning tools. Now, there's a lot more inside of that app when you make the decision to join the Life Balance membership. Now, in addition to the courses and the extra tools that you have inside of the app, We also have a member-only community, and inside this member-only community is where we go a little bit deeper on the courses and the foundations of what we talk about when we're talking about creating more balance in our life. For example, this next week, we are going to be having a challenge around really putting faith first, and what does that look like, and how can we bring faith more relevant into our 
career and to our marriage and to our parenting and to our other relationships. And so all of that is happening inside of our private community for members only. Now, we also have another Facebook community that's for everyone who's listening to the show, and I invite you to listen. I just got done doing a Facebook Live in there talking about your weekly prep and how you can really make sure that your weekly prep is balanced and not just, you know, doing all of the mundane tasks that we all do each and every single week, but to really make an impact towards balance in your weekly planning. So if you are a member of the group, I hope that you go back and you watch that Facebook Live. And if you're not yet a member of the group, you can easily join. In fact, inside of the app, there's a button that just says community and it will take you right there. And just like everything that we are talking about in this series, it's one thing to learn it, it's another thing to apply it. So if you are really struggling applying the things that you're learning, then I wanna invite you to the Life Balance Academy. It is a live coaching experience. It starts January 20th. So it's not something that's always ongoing. We are doing it just on January 20th. It's a 10-week program where I will walk you through the Life Balance program. I will teach you exactly what those systems are when we're talking about habits, when we're talking about setting up your month, your week, your day, in order to help you get to where you want to go. Now, everyone has their own unique situation in life, right? As far as career, how old your kids are. I mean, all of that dictates differently how you're going to be applying the things that we that we teach, the life balance system. And so I will coach you on how to apply it directly to your unique situation. Plus, you will get to learn each week from a different expert, from one of our lifestyle experts. So you will get to hear from someone who is helping you grow in your faith, your marriage, parenting, career, finances, home, health, and friends and fun. Plus, you get a life balance planner mailed to you so that you can be living it out each and every single day with your life. So if you want more information on the academy, the membership, anything else that we talk about, any of our free resources, go to yourliferocks.com. All right, let's grab our notebooks and let's get into today's show. Now, if you want to save some time, I know we always talk about grabbing your notebooks and taking notes, but if you really want to save some time for yourself and apply the things that we're going to be talking about, I highly encourage you to grab your calendar as well. And make sure you have a pencil, not a pen. I know we talk about this all the time, but it's so easy to grab a pen because pens are everywhere. But pencils... Pencils are really going to be a lifesaver as you're doing planning of any kind, and especially for this. In fact, a little secret, when I do my bigger planning like this, I use a dry erase board. I have a dry erase calendar um, up in my home office, and I use that to do all of this planning because it helps me to be able to see it all and move things around and use different colors um, and erase things (laughs) that don't need to be there, any mistakes or anything that I'm just like, why am I putting this on my calendar? Why am I allowing this into my life? I can just easily take it away. So little, little extra tip there for you. All right, so we're gonna start with this calendar planning by looking at the annual basis. Right now, as I'm recording this, we are still not yet to the halfway point in January. So this is still very much applicable and looking at the entire year, all of 2019, through that lens of attentionality. Now, for this exercise, we are not gonna go month by month. We are not going to go how we normally do with like big rocks and kind of working our way down to big to little. Nope. 
no, 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 no. We are going to be going by area of life. So if this is a new concept for you, when we think about all of the things that we are trying to balance, the things that we are trying to grow in, the things that we want to really be intentional in our lives, the things that matter most to us, these are the eight areas of life. And if you've ever seen that illustration of a jar, right, with the big rocks in there and the water and the sand and the little pebbles and how you make it all work, if you haven't seen that, I will make sure I link to it, the YouTube video in our show notes page. But essentially, that's where the name Your Life Rocks come from. These are the eight rocks of life that you are trying to balance. They are your life rocks. And they are your faith, marriage, parenting, career, health, finances, home, and friends and fun. Those are those eight big rocks that we need to be focusing our attention on. And so we're going to go through each one of those big rocks with your calendar and really set some intention on how you want to be spending 2019. So let's start with your faith. Now, this one, you can easily go to like the details of like the daily, right, time with God, weekly going to church, all of those things. But I want you to think bigger. I want you to think about the entire year. And I want you to think about how you want to be growing in your faith, the things that you want to be doing, and mark those bigger events on your annual calendar. So they could be things like conferences that you want to attend, um, different Bible studies. For example, you might not know exactly when a Bible study is starting, but you might know in your church that there are different seasonalities of when Bible studies happen. So maybe there's one starting at the new year. There might be one starting in the spring or there might be one starting in the fall. But those are generally the three um, time periods that a new Bible study is starting up within a church group or within a community organization. So you don't even necessarily have to know when those Bible studies are starting up exactly or where it's going to take place, but you can kind of be putting those in your calendar if that is something that is important to you. If you are looking for that faith community, then that is something that you can easily be plugging into your calendar. And on that note, we're going to get to friends in here in just a little bit, but some of the best faith friends that I have here locally are because I found a Bible study that was not at my church, but it was one that I fit into my schedule and it was one I was interested in going to. And so I signed up for it and I went and I met the most incredible women there. And so even looking at your own kind of ebbs and flow of the year and knowing when you can make room for a Bible study and when your bandwidth is just so tight that there's no room for it, but you can kind of plug those into your calendar as a reminder to search and find a Bible study that might be starting at that point. If you go to Facebook events and you search in your local area, I guarantee you, you can find different faith groups of of whether it's prayer groups or Bible study groups or whatever it is starting up at various different times throughout the year. So let that be a little spur for you to take the initiative to get into some of those things and get more involved and start to build that faith community. And to be honest, the faith area of life, this big rock, is probably one that's hardest to put on the calendar on an annual basis, unless there are a couple particular conferences or things like that that you want to be attending. So let's move on to your career. Now, this is one that easily can be the biggest as far as the the most amount of things on your calendar. Because if you're like me, the industry that I work in, um, there are different seasonality of different events, conferences, things like that that I know I want to be attending every single year or I will need to be attending every single year. So I can map those out on my calendar well in advance. Now, there are also periods of time where I know I will be having um, heavier business trips. 
so I can go ahead and mark those on my calendar. Again, even if I don't know exactly this is the day I'm flying out, this is the day I'm flying back, I can kind of mark on my calendar. You can shade it in, you can um, block it out to say heavy work travel these weeks so that you know maybe these are not the times for you to be starting the Bible study because you might be missing it. You'll be heavily traveling and this is where you can really find balance in your calendar so that the the Bible studies just never happen, but you can really plan them seasonally with everything else that's happening in your life. The other things in your career that you wanna be putting on the annual calendar are things like your quarterly planning, your monthly planning, and even if this is not a required part of your role of what you do for your career, it's something that you should be doing personally for your career, just to evaluate. Am I working on the right priorities that are going to get me ultimately to where I want to go? Am I working on the things that I enjoy? Am I using my gifts and talents? Um, and we actually have a planning sheet inside of our membership for our Life Balance members to help you kind of go through this planning process with your career to make sure that you are in alignment overall with where you want to be and where you want to go. Then moving on to your marriage, obviously big important dates like your anniversary, your husband's birthday. And this last one is not one that we usually plan for, but again, it's about being proactive about just the reality of life, right? There are different seasons that thinking about your spouse that might be seasons of highs or seasons of lows, seasons where they might be having to put extra effort into their career or effort, extra effort into other things that are responsibilities that are going on in their life. And so if you can be proactive and think in advance about that and put that on your personal calendar so you can think, how can I help support them? in this area, in this time. Now, let me give you an example. A friend of mine um, every year around the anniversary of her husband's parents' death is just a hard time. It's a hard season. It's a reminder for them. And it's just, it's difficult, right? Whenever you have an anniversary of a death or an anniversary of a of an event that that brings back those memories, And so she has that on her calendar a couple weeks in advance just to remind herself to lighten her load, knowing that one, if like her husband gets extra snappy or seems extra distant or whatever it is, it's a reminder of this is why, because sometimes we can start to internalize that, right? And start to think, oh my gosh, what did I do? What's going on? What's happening? Um, And our mind can start going down this bunny trail when there is a logical explanation for what's happening. And so we need to remind ourselves what that is. But to be the best wife possible, to be able to support them in that season, to realize they might need a little bit more support from me, or I might need to be taking some more of the household responsibilities during that period of time just to give them some space, whatever it is that they need. But mark those on your calendar. And also mark those high moments, like those things that maybe your husband is involved in sports or a hobby, and there are certain seasons of the year that he's just like super on fire with his passion for that area. Mark that on your calendar so that you can put in that extra space and margin to be able to celebrate with him or to do fun things with him that you guys can enjoy together. So really thinking in advance throughout the year on what those highs and what those lows are will help you intentionally be the wife that you want to be. Okay, now I know I said career when we were talking about that is probably going to be the biggest rock as far as activities on your calendar, but this one, this one might beat it. It might beat it for sure, and that is with your kids. Because let's face it, 
just the school events alone, when school starts, when it gets out, when are there no school days, when are there half days, when are there parent-teacher conferences, when are um, concerts or or different performances or, or events that are happening at the school that you will need to be there for, or if even if you're not there, just be aware of, right? Might be things like testing or um, when the grading period ends, all of those things you can find typically on your school's calendar. If you go to the school's website or the school district's website, you can get access to their calendar and then just transfer all of those things to your calendar for the entire year. That way there's no surprises. There's no wondering or needing to look it up last minute or trying to figure it out and you're like, oh my gosh, the kids are off school on Friday and I totally forgot all about it. It'll already be on your calendar. You can be proactive about the entire year. Now, in addition to the school events, you can think about your sports or activities or other things that they're involved in putting your kids' birthdays on your calendar. I know that everyone knows your kid's birthday, right? Like it's not like that's something that you're gonna forget. But again, this is about being part of a bigger picture. So if there's something special that you wanna be doing for your kids, whether it's throwing a birthday party or taking them on a trip or whatever it is, right? To make it very special, you wanna kind of have that balance with everything else that you're putting on your plate. Because planning a kid's birthday party is like a part-time job for a few weeks, right? That takes up a big portion of your time. And so that might not be the portion of time that you wanna be starting into something new or something that's gonna also increase in your bandwidth, right? We all only have so many hours in the day. So if you know in advance, you're going to be needing to put some of those extra hours towards things for a birthday party or something similar like that with your kids, then you want to also be thinking about how you're balancing that with everything else that you're taking on. Okay, moving into your health. Let's talk about your routine appointments, dental appointments, physicals, OBGYN stuff, all of those things. You can be very proactive and plan them a year in advance. Put them on your calendar, call and make those appointments, make that some of your lunch hour activities in the beginning of the year so that you can have that set for the entire year. And you can do the same thing with your kids, making sure that their appointments are all set up on the calendar well in advance. Now, other things that you might wanna be adding to your calendar in relation to your health are events for yourself. Maybe there's races that you wanna be involved in or charity walks or you know anything else that can kind of relate to your health. There might be health fairs going on that you want to attend, or um, conferences, or even just talks. You know, sometimes it's helpful for us, and there's so many free events happening in our communities where you can go and you can learn more about something, any area of your life really, but especially with your health, to help you get to where you want to be to help you grow. And you might make some new friends there as well. So adding those things to your calendar can certainly be helpful. Now, another piece with your health is to think about each season in its own. Now, I know we're kind of going through annually month by month, but even thinking about the season and what your goals or your focus might be for that particular season. So for example, if you know around the holiday time, your main focus is to maintain your weight with all of the extra sugary treats and everything else. You can kind of be thinking about that in advance by putting that on your calendar as just kind of an awareness point. Um, Again, keeping your goals in front of you, keeping your focus clear is truly key to getting to where you want to be. Maybe every spring you you kind of do a, a detox or or something to help you get ready for summertime so that you can feel your best. Mark that on your calendar so that you can be prepared, again, to control your bandwidth and make sure that you don't have too much on your plate and you're focusing truly on the things that matter the most for you. 
All right, moving on to finances. Now, this is probably for some people not the funnest category, let's be honest, but for others, they might absolutely love it. But you want to have things on your calendar, um, like when you need to be prepared for taxes. What about your quarterly goals and reviews of your budget, maybe monthly reviews of your budget? And even annually or biannually review of the bigger goals that you might have in your life, whether it's paying down debt or saving up for a house or your retirement plans. Maybe it's meeting with your financial advisor once a year, but you can really be intentional. And here's the great bit, right? We were talking about bandwidth and balance. Oftentimes we think about the new year being the time to review these kind of things, but you can do it any time throughout the year. So as you're putting all these other things on there, find those periods throughout the year where you don't have that many other things going on and let that be your time that you're meeting with your financial advisor or reviewing your retirement accounts because you have space. Don't try to plug these things in when you're trying to do all of these other bits and pieces and and everything else is already so tight, right? Then you're just contributing to the greater chaos and the stress in your life and you got enough of that on the day-to-day. So be a friend to yourself, be intentional, and proactively plan some of these things that can happen any time of the year when you have a little bit less going on. All right, moving on to your home. Now, this is where some of it can get a little bit mundane. And oftentimes, these are the things that fall by the wayside and we totally forget to do. And for me, these are the things that can cause some of the guilt, right? These are those unfinished loops that we talk about that stay in the back of our minds. And it can be so frustrating and cause so much stress and it doesn't need to. We can be proactive about it. So managing things in your home, like changing the filter in your air system, uh, the times of years that you need to increase your landscaping or take back the landscaping, turn the water on, turn the water off, right? These are things that we know we need to do, but they might not necessarily live on our calendar. And what happens is when they're not on our calendar and it's not something we're proactively thinking about, it results in that random Wednesday thought of, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to do that. I need to do that when I get home from work. And then Thursday, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to do that. I said I was going to do that yesterday and I didn't. And now I need to really make sure that I do it. And then it doesn't get done again. And then it creates this cycle of guilt, frustration, you know, all of that craziness. We can avoid it. You can totally avoid it by putting it on your calendar in advance. Now, other things that you want to put on the calendar for your home are things like home projects. And when I say home projects, sometimes you know that makes you think about like, oh, we're we're remodeling the kitchen or whatever that might be. And that might be the case for you. But the home project might be reorganizing the garage or going through the kids' toys and doing some purging. You can kind of plug those activities throughout the year on your calendar when you know what's important. So for example, every year before my kids' birthdays, they have the same birthday on the same day four years apart. It wasn't planned. It's just a weird fluke with our family. But anyway, a couple weeks before their birthday, we do a big purge of their belongings, knowing that on their birthday, they're going to be getting gifts. We do the same thing right before Thanksgiving in preparation for Christmas. We don't try to do it right before Christmas because that period of time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is already so crazy and full. So it's more of like an October activity. September, the kids are going back to school, so it has its own chaos. So October, once we're kind of in the swing of school, then that is a project that we have for the home and for my kids to help them remove some of the clutter in their life. 
Now, every spring, I do a huge yard cleanup so that we can really make sure that we're enjoying our space, our outdoor space for the summer months. So these are all things that you can be putting onto your calendar. And again, think about each season as far as what your focus is and where it is that you want to be spending your time and creating the home that you intentionally want to have for your family. You can also schedule times of deep cleaning or home resets. I've done an episode about doing a home reset over the weekend, um, really taking your weekend prep up a whole new level of doing a home reset. And I'll link to that episode in our show notes as well so you can go back and listen to that episode because it's helpful sometimes around the first of the year to maybe do a reset for your home. So I will link to that so you have that information too. And this brings us to our final rock, which is your friend's and fun. Now, this is a great one to be calendaring in, but sometimes, you know, we just get so busy that we forget about this rock, but it's truly important. You know, when we talk about balance here at Your Life Rocks, we're really talking about three main pillars to creating that balance, and you can define balance however you want. The definition is truly up to you, but these three pillars are going to be in there however you define it if you truly want to find balance in your life, and number one is putting God first. Number two is being in community. And number three are the systems. Now, when we talk about systems, a lot of that is what we cover in the Life Balance membership and inside the Life Balance Academy. When we're talking about community, yes, we have our Facebook community that's totally free to join for everybody. We also have a community for members. But truly, I hope that you are developing a community around you where you actually are that's personal to you that you can plug into and have that support. And so when you're thinking about friends and fun, a lot of your community has to do with this area. I mean, your community can overflow into your faith from your career, marriage, kids, like all through all of the other big rocks. But this is where you get to be extra intentional about it. So as you're looking at the year overall, You want to be thinking about when are my friend's birthdays? When are special dates for them? Um, If you have a friend that's having a baby or if you have a friend, a really close friend that you want to help celebrate their anniversary or something big that they're working on, make sure you have that on your calendar. Again, as a reminder and a way to be proactive, but also to help you with your bandwidth. So you're not putting in some of these other things going on when you know, oh, Every year, my friend, we try to get away for a girl's weekend. That's probably not the weekend to do a deep cleaning or a maintenance item on your home. You won't be there, right? So this is where that planning and that balance really comes into play. And if you hear me say girl trip and you're like, I've never been on a girl trip. I always wanted to. Look at your calendar. Pencil it in. Say these are the weekends throughout the year. I could probably get away with a girl's trip. And then talk to your friends and say, hey, which of these weekends work out for you all so we can get together and plan a girl's trip? Be proactive about that on an annual basis. Now, it's also a great idea to schedule in hobbies throughout the year. And if trust me, this thing, the word hobby has haunted me as a working mom. When you're talking to people and they're like, oh, so what do you do for fun? Um, I work and I'm a mom. (laughs) I like what I do and I like hanging out with my kids. I like hanging out with my husband. That's I live life. That's what I do for fun. That's what I do for fun. But hobbies, the more I am finding balance in my life, the more I'm realizing how valuable a hobby is. Now, this is where the coaching hat comes on, right? And we can be a little bit brutal in the truth sometimes. Some of us, our hobby is Instagram, Our hobby is Facebook. It's where you're spending your extra time that you have. And there's no guilt around that. If your hobby is Instagram and connecting with people there, following people there, getting entertained, 
awesome. If that brings you enjoyment, fantastic. If you are thinking, I would love to take up a hobby, but I just don't have time, but you're spending a lot of time on Facebook or Instagram, and that's not your intentional hobby, then this is a wake-up call for you because you actually do have time for a hobby. You're just spending that time doing something else. So think about this in the terms of, if I were to be retired from my job, how would I want to be spending my days? Would your hobby be being involved in charities in your local community? Would you want to be gardening more? Would you want to be learning a new skill or doing something you're really interested in? A little secret about me, I love history, like super love history. If I could do anything else as a career, I would be an archaeologist. Digging up history and and finding artifacts and studying it and relating it to the people that actually lived before us is just so fascinating to me. Now, that is a big hobby to be taking on that involves travel and education and all kinds of other things that I don't necessarily have the bandwidth to take on right now, but there are books that I could read. There are other podcasts that I could be listening to that have to do with history or archaeology. There are several newsletters that I subscribe to that I enjoy reading. I love watching documentaries on TV. So that is a hobby of mine that I like to spend my time doing. Now, in the summertime, there is a local archaeology group that gets together and they they do things locally around the state that I live in. So I can plug that in to maybe a weekend event that I want to do and I can look in advance at their calendar to see when they have some of those things happening so I can plug it in and see if it works for me. And you can do the same thing for you in scheduling in your hobbies and really being intentional about creating that time for yourself. Okay, so we talked a lot about your annual calendar. We went through all of the big rocks and how you can plan those things into your time. Now, for our Life Balance members, I have a worksheet to help you work through all of this. And it is part of the Life Balance Academy that we will be doing in that first week when we're doing our setup and you're learning the process and the system. This will be a big piece of that is working through this on a little bit of a deeper level than we were able to do today on this podcast. Now, since we're talking about your calendar to help you set up for success, it's not just about the year. It's also about your month, your week, and your day. So right now, as I'm recording this, we are almost to that halfway point in January. Not quite there yet, but we are very, very close. But there's still time left in this month to really be thinking about my goals, my intentions for the year, and to see what milestones I can accomplish in this month. And that really should be part of every single month as you're going into that month to think about what those milestones are, to reconnect to that bigger vision you have for your life, those smaller goals that you have, to really think, how far have I come in the last 30 days and what can I do in the next 30 days? Thinking about your schedule and the things that are coming up in that month and what you can do to be proactive about showing up as the woman that you want to be through all of those activities. And for our Life Balance members, this is also your opportunity for your SOPs. And so planning time every single month to do that monthly review, a couple hours, maybe you you have it spread out over your lunch break that first week of the month or the last week of the month, or maybe you have some scheduled time in the evening. I have a friend, she and her husband actually go on a date every single month for their monthly planning so they can do it together. And they just go to a coffee shop, they get a babysitter, and they have a couple hours where they can really communicate and plan and get it all set for themselves. And it's magical. So if that works for you, maybe that's something intentionally you need to be building into your calendar. 
And then we have our weekly planning. And this is where I would encourage you to take the course inside of the app. It's totally free. Whatever's holding you back, just decide that's not going to hold you back anymore. Just make the decision and say, you know what? I do have time to hit play on the video and watch it. I do have time to make this happen and make it a priority for my life. So do that. And if nothing else, listen to last week's episode and it will help you out tremendously with your weekly planning. And with your day, setting up your day and your calendar, your daily calendar for your success is so key. It truly, truly is. Because if you are making a to-do list and it's not on your calendar, when in the world are you going to get that done? You know, there are some days that I look at my work calendar when I'm setting up my day. I do it first thing in the morning. Some people will do it the night before. I've tried that and it just doesn't work for me. For me, in the morning, my, my morning routine that I have set is time with God. And then as I'm transitioning from my time with God, I do go into planning for my day with the intention that I'm bringing God into that exercise so that I can do the things that I feel like the Spirit is leading me to do, that I can pray over the events of my day. So it's just kind of a seamless activity for me to go from my time with God into planning my day each and every single morning. And that's what works well for me. But you guys, there are days that my to-do list feels a mile long, and before I can cross one thing off, I'm adding three more things to it. Let me know if you can relate to that. Um, but then I look at my schedule for the day and like my work schedule, it's like meeting, 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 15 minute break, meeting, 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 and then the day is done. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, when am I going to get all of these things done? And then after school, there's kids activities and I have to drop this person off there and do this and make dinner and it can get like, oh my goodness, there's no day, no no time in my day for me to cross anything off of my to-do list. But knowing that in advance can help me mentally prepare that things are just going to have to be moved on to the next day. What priorities, like the world is going to come to a halting stop. If I don't get this thing done today, then I know, okay, that's what I need to make my priority in that 15-minute window between my meetings or before the work week starts or to stay up an extra 20 minutes later than I normally do to accomplish that one thing. But that daily planning of organizing your calendar is so key. And you guys, I have a life balance planner. I sell, I'm just gonna say this, we're always looking for that magic planner that's gonna make all of this come together for us. And the truth is, it does not exist. And I say that as someone who sells a planner, there's not a planner that's going to be magical in the way that it helps you be productive or remembering these things. You can bullet journal, you can do it on the back of a receipt or post-it note, it doesn't matter. All that matters is you actually do the planning and you actually live it out. However you find the system that works for you to make that happen, awesome. But the, the secret for that is not the planner. The secret for that is in your own habits, your own intentions, and your own actions. And as soon as you can take accountability for yourself in doing those things and doing what's necessary to get it done, that's when you're going to start seeing results. It's not when you spend $45 on a fancy planner. It's not when you go and you get these amazing pens that you saw on Amazon. None of that is going to help you get to where you want to go. Only thing that's going to help you get to where you want to go is when you take personal accountability of doing the work necessary to get to where you want to go. And on that note, on that note, I want to tell you, you can find everything we talked about here on yourliferocks.com. And next week, to round out our series, to, to put the finishing end on our series about goal setting for the new year, we are going to be talking about how we sabotage our goals, why we get in our own way, 
of achieving what we want to get and all of those other obstacles that can get in your way. And I know that's not fun to talk about, but here's the truth. When you can acknowledge it and you can bring it from the darkness into the light, you can see it for what it is, you can speak truth over it and move in the direction that God is calling you to go. And there is so much power in that. So I'm so excited to be walking through that exercise with you guys next week. Until then, I hope that this exercise was helpful for you. I just pray that those of you that are doing this exercise, that the Lord speaks to you and shows you in the path that you would need to be walking in, that he is calling you to be, that he would help you clear away any of the clutter, anything that's causing distraction for you so you can truly focus on the things that matter, that you can see the blessings that he has put right before you every step of the way. I hope that he blesses you as you walk out this plan and he blesses you in everything that you touch throughout the rest of this week. Amen. You guys, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. If you have questions about Life Balance Academy, be sure to reach out. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.